welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford will never let you down. Since 1983, they've been operating with honesty and integrity. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A2Z Sports will get you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Tell you more about their great offers for you on College Hoops later on in the show. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. I'm currently broadcasting uh, from my dream address without the stress sold to me by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They're the best in the business. Three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Brymac.com. So, NFL free agency has been wild. It's not, listen, I saw Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network tweet out today, the NFL is the real March Madness, and Honestly, it pissed me off because I love college basketball. I want college basketball to have its moment. This is the only moment that college basketball gets. And yet, as somebody who covers the league as a reporter, like uh, my Tom may be right. Like the NFL has been crazy this uh, over the course of this month and a half at this point. And while I do think that March Madness needs to hold a sacred place in our hearts, um, you know, I would much rather talk and read about Devontae Adams getting traded from the Packers to the Raiders than watch Creighton and San Diego State. So he may be on to something. Um, but with all of these things happening, you know, why are the Titans not being more active? How, how could they cut Julio Jones without a backup plan? How could they restructure Zach Cunningham to create almost $8 million in room and so far just be kind of sitting on their hands? With it Now, I think that there's plenty of reason to suspect that there are moves yet to come. And until such time as this happens, you know, you guys aren't, uh, there's not going to be anything that I can say to satisfy you, nor should you be satisfied, because right now it's not enough. I think uh, before everything went batshit crazy, you would have looked at resigning Ben Jones and Harold Landry as part of a successful offseason. But at some point, I mean, you've got to replace wide receiver number two on your roster, even if wide receiver two only played 10 games last year. You got your your whole message at the end of the season was we got to be great around Ryan Tannehill. I'm, I'm looking around for something that's great other than A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, and I can't find it, kids. So what are they doing? <laughs> it's the answer to the question, uh, or is the question that I'm I'm curious to know, and I want to know how you feel about it. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, let's start with your Two Rivers Ford take, because I think we need to dive into this. Which NFL team has made the best moves in free agency thus far? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who present your Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. That, of course is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, as I told you, has been in business here in Middle Tennessee since 1983, and they have been doing business at an award-winning level because their customer satisfaction is what they place first and foremost. Their sales staff does not work on commission, so you're never going to feel pressured to make a purchase that is not exactly what you desire or 
in the best interest of your family's budget or your needs, Two Rivers Ford will do it all for you, and they will even build the car for you if you choose to use the Built For You program. All of these fantastic things available to you at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, right now, which NFL team has made the best moves in free agency thus far? Let's talk about it. Because the Tennessee Titans are certainly not one of them. Uh, you know, obviously not the Titans, says Mark Wasco. And here's here's the kind of thing, because Deshaun Watson is getting ready to be traded to either the Saints or the Falcons. When last I saw, the Panthers were taken out of contention just about minutes ago. And this is, uh, Keelan asked, why people keep saying DK? Well, honestly, n- nobody, uh, nobody relevant is saying DK Metcalf is going to be traded to the Tennessee Titans. So that's really just something that you guys have started. You guys have done that to yourselves. No, and, and I'm not saying that they don't have a deal in the works or a deal that they're trying to work through to upgrade that wide receiver position. But like, I, you're asking me where the DK Metcalf thing came from. It didn't come from anywhere, but Titans Twitter. Now, um, we will see uh, what kind of what materializes in the coming days, and it may take longer than the coming days, right? We may go into the weekend or into next week before you see them take a substantial step. And we'll talk about who's left available at this point. The only place that they're not getting outdone in the AFC, the Titans, that is, is in their own division, where the Colts don't have a quarterback. The Texans are about to be out of a quarterback. Um, unless, you know, Davis Mills is who they're going to ride with again. I, I don't know what the uh, what the cir- circumstance is for who they would trade for on the Saints or on the Falcons roster. Maybe you see Matt Ryan end up being the quarterback of the Houston Texans next year. I don't know. They'll have to do something with him if Atlanta trades for Deshaun. But you're talking about the second best quarterback in the division right now being Trevor Lawrence whose team was the worst in all of professional football last year, who was done so wrong by his organization that he actually got appreciably worse as the season went on because he had no help. And so for as down bad as your team might be, they're still the class of their stinky, stinky, terrible division. But elsewhere, I mean, uh, Buffalo is spending all kinds of money. You see what the Chargers have done. The Raiders are now officially in the mix, upgrading all of the skill position players around Derek Carr. Russell Wilson is the now the Broncos quarterback. He got introduced today. All of this stuff has been batshit crazy, and yet the the most consequential move that the Titans have made thus far is re-signing Harold Landry. And by the way, that's hugely important, but also the defense isn't the thing that needed that kind of help. Like you could have found ways to live without Harold Landry, even as you're happy to have him back, and you should be. He's going to be a, a critical part of what they're trying to do, but the defense wasn't the problem last year. The offense is something that is still languishing. And like I said, I don't believe they're done on the offensive side of the football. I don't mean to like fear traffic or whatever you might call this, but I do think that everybody that we're having a discussion amongst ourselves, right? The organization knows what it's going to do. I saw somebody earlier say like Mike Vrabel says, trust the process. I don't even know if Mike Vrabel says trust the process, but whatever. If you want to, if you want to sign that quote to Mike, all well and good. Like their process works more often than not. They win games more often than not. They win divisions back to back. And so like, it's tough to look at them and say, what are you doing? You idiots. You're letting this whole thing slip by you. But also uh, it's pretty relevant to this situation right now when every other team and every other NFL team is acting like the salary cap isn't a real thing, except the Titans uh, or every other competing team, right? 
Allen Robinson just went to the Los Angeles Rams. Huh. With what money are they paying Allen Robinson? And yet they have found ways to add that contract contract to their books. Devontae Adams, I mean, that's there. there is a lot of expensive contracts with the Vegas Raiders right now, and they just added a 20-plus million dollar wide receiver. Where is that money coming from? Oh, they're finding ways to make it work. So with all these different things, you're not getting involved in the arms race just yet. And while I do think that there are players that can help your football team, I just saw a team with outright overpowering star power beat a team that wasn't quite ready to be in the Super Bowl just yet. This team is supposed to be, this local professional football team, these Tennessee Titans are supposed to be ready to go. And yet nothing about their roster other than A.J. and Derek and that front four, well, that defense in general. A.J., Derek, and the defense tells me anything like, hey, we're ready to go too. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. But who do you think has had the best offseason so far? Because it is an interesting question. Let me, uh, well, well, actually, why don't I let you hear from Ian Rappaport and Rich Eisen and a bunch of the NFL Network cast members who talked about the team who I think has had the best offseason thus far. Uh, I'm good, yeah. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers going all in on defense? Let's talk about that. Earlier in the week, made that big trade for Khalil Mack, obviously sending a second rounder for the Chicago Bears. Not done yet. Sources say they have now agreed to terms with former Patriots, Mr. Interception, J.C. Jackson. And obviously for the Los Angeles Chargers, cornerback was a huge need. This is a five-year deal worth $82.5 million, so $16.5 million for J.C. Jackson. About 40 of it now is guaranteed. And, you know, for the, for the Chargers, what they wanted was a playmaking corner, really just to take the ball away and, and work in concert with their front. Uh, and they think they have one with J.C. Jackson. This was their top target in free agency. A massive, massive deal now for Brandon Staley and the Chargers. So the Chargers are or is the correct answer. That team has had a fantastic offseason, not just because... They have Justin Herbert, who's playing for $7 million next year, which is a steal. And he pro- he's probably, at this point, I mean, we've talked to Greg Cosell about this. Greg thinks that if you were to, if you were to present two quarterback options to Greg Cosell, and we talked about this last week on the podcast, Justin Herbert or Russell Wilson, Greg would go with Justin Herbert because he's physically able to do more. He's the more physically overwhelming player at the position. And they've just added, I mean, they have Joey Bosa. They've added Khalil Mack. They signed J.C. Jackson. They've got Derwin James on a rookie deal. They just gave Mike Williams a bag. So now you got Keenan Allen, uh, Josh Palmer, who I love from the University of Tennessee, who had his rookie year last year, if I recall correctly. And then they gave Mike Williams three years, 60 mil. So they are locked, loaded, and ready to go. Uh, that team, and listen, they there are going to be players there are going to be players who don't live up to their contract. There are going to be, you know, something is going to happen to the Chargers next year that, I mean, listen, the Chargers famously uh, choke in big spots. So uh, perhaps the curse of Phillip Rivers has moved on with Phillip Rivers, but there is reason to believe that the Chargers still have some kind of bad juju hovering around them because that's always how they've been, right? So something is going to happen to one of these contending teams that derails all of these offseason moves, but, or at least a lot of these offseason moves, but, The point remains that every other team in the AFC is loading up. Every other competitor in the AFC is loading up. We talked about the AFC West. It's insane. 
The AFC North is, uh, is I mean, they're spending all kinds of money on defensive players in Baltimore, so they're convinced if Lamar can't score, then you're not going to score on them. Joe Burrow is getting new offensive linemen. And, that you know, the Bengals, honestly, the Bengals always draft pretty well. So I'd be curious to see. And, they listen, they have high draft picks, so we'll see how they manage at the bottom of the heap this year in the first round and in the rounds. But still, like, the AFC North is still a competitive division with those two teams at the very least. And we'll see what happens with the Browns quarterback situation. And, frankly, the Steelers, given that Mitch Trubisky is there. The AFC East, Buffalo reigns supreme, but the Patriots cannot be discounted. And certainly Buffalo is loading up. They've just given Von Miller six Von Miller six years. Crazy money. Now he got less guaranteed money than Harold Landry, but still the dude's 33 years old. You're not gonna pay that, that you're Von Miller's gonna play till he's 40, basically. No, of course not. But they're playing for right now. They signed Roger Saffold. Their offensive line needs help, even though Roger is on the decline. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this and look around at the team that's won its division in back-to-back seasons and just be like, hey. Guys, what the hell? What are we doing here? Like I said, I, it's not over. It's far from over. Hell, free agency is going to continue into the summer. And as you well remember, uh, you didn't acquire Julio Jones until like June the 6th. But with all of these things coming down, you know, it is fair to be critical of your front office right now. Even though they're not out there in the market right away, um, there needs to be something of consequence done on the offensive side of the football. Because right now you don't have you don't have nearly enough. <laughs> In fact, you've gotten appreciably worse since last since the since season's end. Even if Julio Jones, you consider to be a waste of time. So all these things kind of kind of uh, again, Buck. How are these teams able to do this? At, yet you say we don't have any money, Alfred. Have you not just listened to the first sixteen minutes of the show? I've just told you how all these teams are doing it, and I've told you that no, you don't have cap space. The Bucs don't have cap space. The Saints don't have cap space. The Packers don't have cap space. And yet, those te- the Rams don't have cap space. And yet, those teams are doing financial loopholes with their salary cap. Titans aren't right now. At least they haven't just yet. They restructured Zach Cunningham's deal. Other than that, uh, it's kind of chilling. They got that $8 million they're sitting on. They're waiting for nine more from Julio post-June 1st. And... In the meantime, Alfred says, just got on. Well, you know, then I'm not mad at you, Alfred, but like you missed the first 16 minutes of the show. So uh, when I've just explained all of that to you, you'll forgive me if I get a little upset. I understand you guys come in and out. It's not fair of me to do that. My apologies, Alfred. But still, like, I'm telling you, you have no money because the salary cap says you have no money. That, that You can find ways around the salary cap. I've said that a million times, even as I've told you, you have no money. I'm not saying you don't have to have, you don't have to have $20 million to sign a $20 million player. That's not how it works at all. And I've been pretty consistent on that because that's the way that these things get done. Again, we've just talked about teams who have mortgaged their entire future, i.e. the latest or the most the most recent defending Super Bowl champion, because they're out there doing it. John doesn't want to do it that way. And, you know, the tears at the, at the combine, genuine, you know, they pour their, their heart and soul into this stuff. They give a lot of time with their families and friends and personal lives to get to this level. And so you understand the emotion that John Robinson had when he, when he teared up a little bit, but also like, uh, you know, if, if, if you get ousted in the first round of the playoffs again, nobody's going to give a shit. Like I, I don't, I don't give me tears, give me results. And, and John knows that, like, it's not, I'm not saying anything that John Robinson doesn't know, 
But what we're saying is what the discussion is going to be. And the discussion is going to be that because that's what we're all going to be saying. Anyway, let's talk about what's left on the market here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Oh, did you did Kentucky lose? Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. I'm delighted. Indiana got their asses kicked. So if I can't have an IU win, I will take an Iowa loss and I will take a Kentucky loss. Suck it. Both of those teams. Anyway, let me tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, who can get you in on this college basketball action as I watch Creighton and San Diego State tied with 11.2 seconds remaining. March Madness is in full swing, and that's why you need to be in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook. College basketball fans can join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings. Turn your team's victory into your own big win if you're a new customer. You can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do win. Promo code A to Z Sports is how you do that. Also, if you don't uh, if you're not a new customer, if you've been betting with DraftKings before, you can use same game parlays to get in on all the action, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code A to Z Sports, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code A to Z Sports. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, which NFL team has had the best offseason so far? That's the question that we're asking you guys. I believe it to be the Chargers. Who has done the best by your team or by their team at this point? The Peacocks. The Peacocks are who did the St. Pete Peacocks? That delights me. In fact, I think, uh, <laughs> truly, I think that nothing, nothing could make me happier. Nothing can make me happier than Kentucky losing given that Indiana just gotten, I mean, Indiana got curb stomped. So like, if I can't be happy, Kentucky can't be happy either. That makes me very happy to see. Um, so kind of kind of going through this, I mean, who are the teams that you would, I think the Raiders have done well by themselves, even in just trading for Devontae Adams. I th- And we're talking specifically on the AFC side of things because that's most relevant to the Titans. I think that when you look at a team like Cincinnati, who's obviously prioritized offensive line help, Cowboys cut Lyle Collins today, their right tackle. He is probably going to end up on a deal in Cincinnati where they've already paid uh, a guard from the Alex Cap, I believe is the name of the guard, the former uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers player who has been uh, protecting Tom Brady, uh, a solid player, probably overpaid, but still like they're, they've got money to burn. So since he's out here spending, because they got a rookie quarterback that they can spend around. Uh, no, I almost said San Diego. The Chargers the same. Russell Wilson is different. They've got a young core of skill position players, so they've added the veteran expensive quarterback and a defense that's solid, even though you, I don't know what to make of their defense without Vic Fangio, but we will see what Nathaniel Hackett is able to put together. Chiefs are fine. Bills are spending like crazy. I don't know what to make of Buffalo other than they've got Josh Allen and that dude is an absolute badass and people want to play with him. And all these things to be said, you're looking around and being like, hey, Tennessee was kind of a destination team last year. Uh, Not so much right now, kids. Not in the early going. We'll see how things play out in the second wave of free agency when that begins this week. 
or this coming week. Uh, but let's talk about what is left on the market. The question that I have for you guys is this. What one move can the Titans make to ease your concerns about their offseason so far? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team has you covered at GaryAshton.com because they will help you win with the Intel Edge. It's why they're the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and of me. Because we all know that the Ashton team will help us succeed in our real estate investments and helping to sell our houses, sell your home for more in this crazy Nashville real estate market. GaryAshton.com, that's the place that you go for the official real estate agent of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite late night streaming sports talk show. I think that's enough qualifiers on that. GaryAshton.com. So, what is left? What one move can they make that will justify this situation for you? Honestly, uh, the one move that they could have made that would have made me feel substantially better about what they're doing this offseason, that move's already off the board. That move for me today would have been signing Allen Robinson. Allen, you played on the franchise tag this past season. What is the process going to be like for you becoming a free agent? Take me through that. Yeah, um, yeah. so playing on the franchise tag, you know, which is, uh, again, already something as a player, you know, uh, I'm not going to say you feel isolated, you know, but this at that point in time, you know, once I was franchise tagging, throughout the course of the year, you know, it just, it just felt a little bit different, you know, as far as, uh, you know, my involvement, you know, and things like that, you know, from the time the season ended last season, you know, again, I mean, um, I think I talked to coach Nagy for the first time in June or July, I want to say, um, whatever day mandatory mini camp was, so June 17th, you know, and that was the first time that I had talked to him since the flight after the Saints lost you know, the year prior, you know, so things mm-hmm. like that kind of just coming into the season was a little bit unsettling for me, you know, especially with that, you know, kind of being my guy, you know, since the time I stepped foot in Chicago and us having open communication and things like that, you know, so, you know, that's kind of the stuff that, you know, started early on in the season and as I go through the season, but now, you know, with the season being over, just trying to focus on continuing to be better. Like I said before, man, for me throughout the course of the year, I accepted my role, you know, and that added fuel to the fire, you know, again, I mean, whatever, you know, one of 32 teams is going to get a very, very, very hungry player, you know, whoever that may be. And, you know, however that may shake out. I would have loved to see Allen Robinson play in two-tone blue if I was a Titans fan, but he's going to be playing for the defending Super Bowl champions next year. He's going to be a Los Angeles Ram. Now, there's other players that are out there and available. For example, William Jones, Cole Beasley, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, any wide receiver, I guess, for Steven Miranda. On YouTube, Gene Gray says trade for DK. Ah, uh, yeah, we get your hopes up there, big guy. But listen, I, I asked you what what would make you feel better. That's the thing that you want to make you feel better. Um, all I would say is let's let's be more realistic about the current situation. Ken Kaniff says Hayden Hurst. I guessed Hayden Hurst. Last I checked, has already signed with another NFL team. Let me double check quickly on the good old Google machine. Hayden Hurst is going to the Bengals. Yes, Hayden Hurst also to the AFC to replace C.J. Uzoma. So uh, sorry, Ken Kane, for your loss, but Hayden Hurst is off the market. Um, so with all this being said, a wide receiver of any kind of caliber would be 
would be greatly appreciated, I'm certain, if you are a Titans fan. And as I look at this, as to what's remaining, just kind of going through the list of wide receivers that are still out there, um, man, it is, it's a really interesting crop of players that, you know, I just, I just don't think Allen Robinson gone. Let's go. Let's scroll through the list of names that I've got in front of me. DJ Chark gone. Uh, let's see. Wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receivers. Christian Kirk gone. Juju is still out there. Odell Beckham Jr. is still out there. You've got guys like Cordell Patterson, who is, you know, I don't know what Cordell Patterson is, but uh, he's most recently a running back in his career, but apparently he was a wide receiver at some point in his time. Can I interest you in a Jamison Crowder at age 29? Probably not, but those are kind of the moves. Those uh, Odell Beckham Jr. off two ACL tears, guys like, uh, guys like the names that I've just mentioned to you, that's basically what's left on the open market at this point, as far as names that you would recognize that you still think can help your football team. There's not a ton at this point. And as you scroll, I mean, Russell Gage is off the market. He's going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Tyler Conklin. I mean, I know that's a tight end. We're talking wide receivers, but like Cole Beasley, I mean, Cole Beasley was out in Buffalo because people got tired of Cole Beasley's shit. And, you know, I know this was all done during the pandemic and Cole Beasley is much less problematic in a society where there are not COVID protocols. Tajay Sharp available, says Keelan Watson. Oof, God, how down bad are you, Keelan? Tajay Sharp. And listen, I liked, I liked Tajay as a, was he a fifth round pick out of UMass? He had a good career for a fifth round pick out of UMass. And also, if that's your solution to the wide receiver position, whoo, whoo, <laughs> cut Julio Jones and the, and then the, 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 the idea is, oh, Tajay Sharp, stop it. Cut Julio Jones and the idea is Cole Beasley. Cut Julio Jones and the idea is Jarvis Landry, who four years ago didn't like Ryan Tannehill much at all and has said that they publicly have not had a relationship and did not have a good relationship while they were together in Miami, even as they had great success. woo Guys. Huh. Like I said, any t- transactions to come, are what you should expect. But all I would say to you is keep your expectations relative because there's, I mean, draft is going to happen. You're going to get a wide receiver in the draft, but you need instant impact players, players who have proven they can play in this league. Don't get me Jamison Williams, who's coming off an ACL tear in January's national title game. Don't do it. Don't do it at this point. Tough scene. All right, let's wrap this up on a Thursday night with a Brimac bounce back candidate, shall we? Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Brimac Mechanical Bounce Back is what we are getting ready to do for you, with you. Let me know who you think. I mean, maybe it's your own organization. Needs to bounce back in free agency this week. Give me your response on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together. And while we do that, I'll tell you about Brimac Mechanical, who presents the bounce back each and every Thursday night. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac has you covered commercially. Brimac has you covered residentially. Brimac has you covered in any way, shape, or form that's going to put you in your comfort zone as we get closer to summer. And, uh, I mean, it was 73. It's beautiful today. 75, I think, between 75 and 73 today. Sunny, 
Mwah, chef's kiss. Also, very, very warm inside your home if you've had your heat on. You want to get your comfort zone. You want to make sure that your AC is functioning at a high level. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? For Chris Frazier, it's John Robinson. For Miro, it's Zion. Is Zion playing? Zion Williamson playing? I, I haven't been paying much, I haven't been paying much attention to the NBA this week with college basketball and free agency going. Sam says it's 95 here in Orlando, dear God. <laughs> uh Cordy Jackson says the Wildcats need to bounce back. Yes, mighty Kentucky, the two seed falling to the Peacocks of St. Pete, which is just delightful. Makes me so much happier about my basketball team getting smoked. Um uh, again, nominees nominees for Zion. Did Zion play? Is Zion playing at this point this season? I have I have like I said, I have zero. Well, I've been. Pay- I know what's going on with the Grizzlies because John, obviously local, and I love John Morant. Um, but uh, I, I haven't seen what's happening with uh, with Zion Williamson this week if he is in fact returned to basketball because I know he hasn't been playing this year. Um, Baker got baked, says he. Whew, emo Baker needs to bounce back, man. He put out that he put out that ridiculous message on social media after it was reported that Deshaun Watson was taking meetings with the Browns. Now the Browns aren't trading for Deshaun Watson. Now Baker Mayfield wants a trade. Now the Browns are saying they're not going to honor his trade request. So everybody's shitty in Cleveland over and over and over again. (laughs) Baker Mayfield would really, really use a bounce back. But you know who could use a bounce back most? The Kentucky Wildcats. Because, you know, people like Pablo, well, any, any 16 seed, I would love to see a 16 seed beat a one seed. I don't think that it's happening. I would love, I love all upsets in college basketball. Even though I hate Kentucky more than any other sports team in my life, makes me very happy to see them lose. I also appreciate good college basketball teams, and I recognize, I respect Kentucky, even as I despise them as a, as an institution. But 16 seeds against one seeds, it's never happened before. I would love to see it happen. So would Pablo Torre of ESPN. This season is going to be the Don't season when a 16 upsets Don't a one. Whoa, so on this show, around the horn, I am predicting... Southern University will upset Gonzaga oh, tomorrow no, afternoon. No, no, First time in history. No. Southern, so close. But Mark Pugh and Gonzaga survive and advance. I am on my bracket. I have Coastal Carolina, 16th seed, beating number one. You serious? I, I wasn't That's even on there. My bracket. I'm not beating you we, here. We say that we have parody in college basketball. It's going to happen sometimes. Why not now? The Cavaliers will advance. What I'm going to do right here, I will predict number 16 Lafayette will defeat number one Villanova. Villanova did what they came to do. They held serve. They made it look easy. Oregon, the weakest one seed in a decade, according to Ken Pomeroy's website, Mm -hmm. the godfather of college Mm -hmm. basketball analytics. (laughs) The weakest one seed in a decade will lose in the first round. Hold on a second. We don't even know who they're playing yet because they have... (laughs) Southern slash Holy Cross. I will take either of them. Oregon in a lopsided victory, 91 to 52, and they advance. You're 16 over one. Should you be picking it is? Allow me to vaccinate America against groupthink. South Dakota State (laughs) is going to upset Gonzaga. And yes, Gonzaga can just dribble this one out. And the way I'm going to stop that is by picking the strongest 16 seed in recorded history. I'm picking Penn to upset Kansas. 
come from behind win for Kansas, 76-60. We'll be back momentarily. In 2021, Michigan will lose to the winner of Texas Southern and Mount St. Mary's, Tony. And that'll do it. A wire-to-wire -wire win for the Wolverines. So I uh, I had completely forgotten about UMBC upsetting Virginia a couple of years ago because I had mistakenly said that uh, that a 16 had never beaten a one, and which it's just I mean it, that, that's happened in the last couple of years. Pablo Torre, I don't know. Pablo Torre picked every other 16 to upset a one, but he didn't pick the one 16 that did end up upsetting a one. So that's a mistake by me. But still, upsets in college basketball, the best. I wish that my team had been the team to upset St. Mary's tonight. That was not the case. Kentucky got upset, which makes me a little happier. Anyway, that's going to do it for us this week on the Primetime Show. A lot of fun. Appreciate you guys hanging out. As always, I'm only on the radio for an hour tomorrow because uh, 104.5 The Zone is carrying college basketball on their airwaves. So we're only going to be on from 10 to 11, but we'll have a lot of fun doing it. We'll certainly talk about the Vols' big win against Mighty Longwood today and uh, get you ready for the weekend in college basketball and certainly talk about the Titans getting left behind in free agency. Enjoy your weekend if I don't talk to you on the radio show tomorrow. If you're on the radio show tomorrow, I'll look forward to you then. If not, see you Sunday night on A to Z Sports Primetime.